I made it as well, but I do have to get through some airport travel today in a little bit. Yeah. That uh, I'm going to want to drink really bad, but I'm not going to because that wouldn't be dry January. I am so proud of you. A wet Jan- dry, uh, January 31st does not equate to an entire dry January. It so doesn't. I'm going to do it. And I was thinking, I'm going to be in Ohio tonight, which is an hour ahead of us. So I was thinking, oh, I could pop a beer at midnight and be good. But then would that even really count? Because I started dry January in the, is what, what time zone? We're in the central, central time zone? Yeah, yeah, started dry January in the central time zone. I can't end it at the stroke of midnight in the eastern time zone, can I? Or does no, that still count? I don't think you can. Dang it. I, yeah, I really don't think you can. Anything going on with you today? Uh, I'm just excited that it's Wednesday, already hump day. Like, where's this week gone? It feels like it's flying by. I want to ask if I am a boomer for doing something. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I am <laughs> I am definitely a boomer in a lot of ways. I'll admit it. It's fine. Whenever you're typing on a normal keyboard yeah. and you need to type numbers, where do you pick? Where, what numbers do you type on? Uh, I like I like the side numbers. Me too. Yeah, Me too. I, I feel like I'm like an accountant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's those are the numbers I go with every morning. I come in here and on the computer that runs the whole station, there's a password and I, I have some numbers in my password. Every morning, the numlock is turned off. What? And I have to turn it back on. Who turns the numlock? Like I've, I mean, I get sometimes it turns off or like, like someone turns it off, but I don't understand. I've never understood people who like turn it off. Right. Like because it's like it doesn't affect you if it's off, but or it, if it's on, but it certainly affects you if it's off. I, I mean, I get there are other commands that you can use on the number pad on your keyboard. So I guess, I guess Matt uses those other commands on the number pad. As it like the arrow keys, you can use the arrow keys on the number pad. But there's there's arrow keys. I know. Man, it's confusing. I don't understand. It's like it's like is are the younger generations like not able to use the full capacity of the keyboard? I don't know. Do they not have an appreciation for all the elements that are on the 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 arrows, the number pad, the function buttons? It's not even that they don't have appreciation for it. It's almost like they hate it if they have to turn it (laughs) off. They're so mad at it, they want to disable the function. Uh, so, yeah, there's my boomer moment for the day. Yeah, that was super boomery. We'll move on from here. We'll start the show with the Why Not song of the day. I figured, why not play 50 Cent? Adam and Allison on Y101. If you weren't able to listen to the show yesterday and uh, get caught up on the podcast, you probably missed the DM dilemma from yesterday morning with Bachelor Brad. He is planning his bachelor party, about to get married in a couple of months, and his fiance dropped this bomb on him that she had invited her dad, his soon-to-be father-in-law, to the bachelor party. And he's thinking, wait a minute, that's going to be super awkward. My friends don't really want my dad, let alone somebody else's dad, hanging out with us when we're just trying to have a good time. He's kicking around the idea of throwing a secret second bachelor party. I think he should just put his foot down and say, look, 
it's a bachelor party. It's not the bachelor and father-in-law party. Like this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Why why would you need to be there at this bachelor party? But I saw somebody commented on Facebook last night. It sounds like bachelor Brad is looking to get up to no good. Ooh. At the bachelor party, which I don't think is necessarily the truth. You just I, have different kind of fun whenever you're around your parents or your significant other's parents, for well, that matter. Right. Like, I think we all know that person who they'll invite their parent on a night out. And uh-huh. that's not everybody. That might be his soon-to-be wife. She might party with her parents, and he's like, I'm not used to that vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and I'm a person who parties with my parents. Like I was saying, I'm going up north to visit everybody this weekend, and we're going to be doing some partying, especially because dry January is over. So, <laughs> But I still, if I was ever in a position to have a bachelor party, it's not looking good that that's ever going to happen for me. But I wouldn't necessarily invite my dad to it. <laughs> Well, Lori on Facebook brought a whole new perspective. She says, I bet dad-in-law is cooler than you think. If he wasn't, he wouldn't want to come. He'd politely decline. Have a good time. He may show you a thing or two. Leah agrees with the other Facebook comment I read, saying it's a red flag that he doesn't want the father-in-law to join on the bachelor party weekend. See, I don't think that is. Like, it's your chance to have a party. You may not invite your father-in-law to your birthday party. It doesn't mean that you're up to no good. Jan says communication is key in successful relationships. If she hasn't already invited him, which she has, talk with your future wife and explain your side of things if she has already invited him then it would be hurtful to uninvite him so just set another night to party with just your closest buddies Uh, i don't know i don't know (laughs) like why would it be hurtful to uninvite i I don't know i feel like i feel like the the soon-to-be wife put him in a bad spot yeah it's almost like she set him up to look bad to her dad like no matter what this guy can't win with the dad yeah, exactly. And he's going to be walking her down the aisle one day and just staring him down. Like, I, I can't believe you had a bachelor party without me. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison. Some controversy with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Apparently, he is going to be unable to attend the Grammy Awards this weekend. Oh. And she's up for a bunch of awards. And people are like, how come she can make it all the way back from Tokyo to go to the Super Bowl? But he can't. Well, but have we confirmed? Like, I know we figured out that she can. It is possible, physically possible, but it would be very challenging. And, like, it would be a lot of time constraints if she were to go straight from Tokyo to the Super Bowl. Mm, yeah, it's going to be tricky. So, like, she may not go. Like, they're busy people, okay? Well, it'll be interesting to see, but Travis Kelsey is definitely too busy to go to the Grammys. (laughs) And speaking of Grammys, it's Grammy Awards Day, which I don't understand why that wouldn't just be the day of the Grammy Awards. Wait, what? It's Grammy Awards Day today. What? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I guess the Academy celebrates Grammy Award winners today. It rotates every year. I don't know, again, why you wouldn't just put that whenever they do the Grammys. Maybe because it's backwards day today as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was just opposite day the other day, and uh, today is backwards day. Okay. Uh, And finally, it's National Hot Chocolate Day. Ooh. Finally a national day that makes sense the time of year that it falls on. Right, yeah, like a cup of hot chocolate would slap right now. It would be delicious. Yeah. So, question for you. Do you know what the difference is between hot chocolate and hot cocoa? I would think that hot chocolate is if you, like, melt 
chocolate into the milk and hot cocoa is if you use cocoa powder okay. into the milk. All right. We'll see if you're right. Does okay. anybody else think that they know the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa? I will tell you what the difference is in two songs on Y101. I had no idea there was a difference myself. I thought they were interchangeable, <laughs> but they're not. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 6.31. Morning to Joe and Kroger Chris, who are up early and texting us. I wonder if Kroger Chris knows the answer to the question I just posed about the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa. I'm sure he does because he is a, a grocery expert. Yes, he is. A lot of uh, gro- We love Kroger Chris. We love whenever <laughs> he could give us insight into the grocery business. And he did not text us about whether or not he knows. I just wonder if he, he doesn't want to feel like he's bragging to the rest of the metro. <laughs> You know, Um, although you kind of hit the nail on the head as far as the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa. You said it was what? I said that I believe hot chocolate is when you like melt some sort of chocolate. And if you have hot cocoa, you use cocoa powder. Um, basically you are correct. Uh, hot chocolate. Although I, what did you say? Hot cocoa was melted chocolate? No, no, no. I said hot chocolate was the chocolate melted. Hot Hot cocoa is cocoa powder put into milk boiled. So I guess for hot chocolate, you would just need to take like a Hershey's bar, heat up some cream or milk and pour the hot cream or milk over the Hershey bar. And then you have hot chocolate. Hot cocoa is used from, uh, cocoa powder, but there also has to be sugar in it for it to count. Yeah. Well, I would think both would need sugar. Um, no, I think that like a regular oh, well, candy yeah, bar. A candy bar would already have sugar in it. You're right. I was thinking more like melting chocolates, mm, which I, might not. I don't know. if the, I've never used that. I've seen people do that on like Instagram and stuff. And it always looks so fancy mm-hmm. where they melt their chocolate before yeah. they make their cho- chocolate, hot cho- chocolate. And uh yeah, I've always wanted to try that. So you learn something new every day. <laughs> I've been using hot cocoa and hot chocolate interchangeably my entire life. It turns out I am wrong. I'm getting so excited talking about this. I want a cup of hot. I don't care what it is. Hot cocoa, hot chocolate. It's all delicious. I want it now. So now I'm thinking, <laughs> because I'm imagining heating up milk and pouring it over a chocolate bar, I'm wondering, can you do other candy bars as hot chocolate? Could you put a Twix bar in some hot milk? And then you have the little cookie pieces in there that would be good, or maybe a Milky ew, Way, ew, little caramel, ew, hot what's chocolate. Wrong what with are you, you talking about? This like, sounds I don't good. No, you're gonna get like weird chunks. It, like, I don't want chunky hot chocolate. <laughs> so gross. I don't know. What about like um, uh, I don't know, an amounts. I know. Amounts, I don't coconut? want. I don't want coconut flakes floating around in my hot chocolate. We gotta bring back Mash It Up Monday. Remember we Ew, used to do that, yeah. and we could try this out. I have a lot of things that we should mash up. <laughs> We're bringing I, it back. I don't want to do this one. You can do it by yourself. Uh, next on the show, I want to tell you how Starbucks is celebrating Valentine's Day. A couple new mm. menu items come mm. to Starbucks, neither of which are hot chocolate or hot cocoa. Dang related. it. We'll talk about it next. Adam and Allison on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 638. Starbucks celebrating Valentine's Day with some new drinks this year. Ooh. You're going to try these out. There is a new uh, Valentine's Day Frappuccino. It's strawberry cream Frappuccino, which is a blend of ice, milk, strawberry puree, and Java chips. So how's that sound to you? Uh, oh, yeah. You don't like chocolate and strawberries. You don't like strawberries at all. Yeah, right? I don't like strawberries, period. And then you add in the Java chips and it sounds worse. Ugh. I've never gotten a Frappuccino in my life, 
ever, not once. You've never, you didn't. You, what did you get at Starbucks whenever you were like a kid? Um, the first time I was ever inside of a Starbucks, I was like 14 years old. And so what did you order? A vanilla latte. I was already drinking coffee at that point in oh my, my life. Oh my gosh, you missed out on the, like, what was it, like the double chocolate chip frappuccino? That was a big one for me. And there was the mocha chip frappuccino. A lot of people liked the vanilla bean frappuccino. Yeah, never got into any of those frappuccinos. I was oh. a straight to coffee kind of guy. You're missing out. That was like a rite of passage. Uh, I guess that's a passage that I have not passed through (laughs) yet. We need to get you a Frappuccino. Um, The other Valentine's Day drink that's coming to Starbucks is a chocolate hazelnut cookie cold brew. It's cold drink with hazelnut syrup, chocolate cream, and cold foam. Wow. And the chocolate cookie crumble topping. That sounds good. That does sound really good. It sounds very decadent. Yeah. But it sounds very good. What I'm excited about, I saw something got leaked yesterday that in March uh, Starbucks is supposed to be debuting some lavender drinks. Oh, interesting. I thought you were going to say like a take on the um, Shamrock Shake. No. For uh, 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 St. Patrick's Day. I mean, you would think, but no, apparently they're trying to do some lavender. Uh, uh-huh. Like a lavender latte, and then I think there's going to be a lavender uh, matcha tea, which I'm very excited about. Well, that's how Starbucks is celebrating Valentine's Day. We are celebrating Valentine's Day by finding Adam and Allison's cutest couple. You still have time to sign up and try to win this fantastic prize pack. We want to get a couple a dinner at Outback Steakhouse, couples massage at the Relaxation Nook and Brandon, and you get to go to Maison Weiss, pick out the Bond perfume you like best. Uh, you just have to text the word CUTE, C-U-T-E to 601-995-1017 or go to Y101.com Sign up to win there. We just need a picture and a little little bit about your love story. That's all we need. And then starting on the 5th of February, the Metro's going to start voting for Adam and Allison's cutest couple on Y101. Something's got a hold on me. Will we be getting more new music from NSYNC? Ooh. Justin Timberlake has the answer or maybe is going to leave you with some more questions coming up in a second <laughs> on what matters to the Metro. We are Adam and Allison on Y101. And Allison, you're from Houston. Do you know the name Adam Krueger? I do. Do you? Have you seen him on TV before? He's a weatherman in Houston. I haven't seen him on TV, but I see his videos on the internet all the time, and it's like, man, where was he whenever I was growing up? Oh, really? So maybe he wasn't there yet before he moved away from Houston. No. But he's gone viral today because he has been inserting some Taylor Swift lyrics into his forecast, and... It's actually pretty funny. It's so funny. Listen to this. So the rain departing today, it's back to dry weather, but that rain chance, it's coming back around tomorrow. Now, as far as river flooding, there's not much you can do to mitigate that, but when it comes to street flooding, those storm drains are crucial. They need to be free of debris. That's why I keep my side of the street clean so that those <laughs> leaves and acorns don't really get into the storm drains. One last round of rain coming our way, but I think after this wet week, we've earned some good karma, and in this case, karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. That front brings a dry breeze on Saturday. All week, we had to think about planning our day around the rain. Now we can relax. Karma's a relaxing thought, right? The rain 
rain is out of here. Notice how this line of storms goes from more of a linear shape to kind of bowing out, flexing like an acrobat a little bit as it goes through Louisiana. I, I mean, he's pretty good. It's so creative. Like, he's done so many songs, and every time I'm like, no way he's going to be able to get the lyrics from this one without it just sounding crazy. But it's like, no, that was a legit forecast. And how many Taylor Swift lyrics did he get there? I have him doing uh, Ants Marching from the Dave Matthews Band, too. On to the bus stop forecast, and let's see. It's about this time my kid wakes up in the morning, does his teeth bite to eat, and he's rolling. One last wet day, <laughs> but the week ends, the week begins with different types of weather. This afternoon, though, when the kids are getting out of school, we have more rain in the forecast, and if your kids have been stuck inside playing under the table and dreaming of some sunny days, we have those coming our way finally this weekend. Nope. Pretty funny, right? He's hilarious. Love it. What matters to the Metro now, and if you missed it over the weekend, there was a drone attack in Jordan that unfortunately killed three U.S. service members, and yesterday, President Joe Biden was asked if he's made a decision on the response yet, and he said yes. During the flight on Air Force One, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby told reporters on board that it is very possible that what you will see is a tiered approach here, not just a single action, but potentially multiple actions over a period of time. We'll keep you posted on that. Locally, yesterday morning, Brandon neighborhood had a bunch of police there. There were roads closed and everything, and that was all about a shooting that left two 18-year-olds dead. And Brandon police have a arrested a juvenile in connection to the shooting. Chief Joseph French said that the investigation quickly gained momentum and the juvenile who was not identified was arrested and charged in the murders. He went on to say that they do have an idea of what led to the shooting, but as the investigation is ongoing, they are not revealing the motive yet. And finally, Justin Timberlake was on the Kelly Clarkson show yesterday and it turns out that the movie or the the song that InSync did for the Trolls movie might not just be a one-off. He said, "Quote: We've been in the studio, so there may be a little something in the future too." He added, "The recording better place for the Trolls band together was fun and kind of crazy." Quote: There is so much that just picks up right where it left off as far as chemistry is concerned. I would say easy for Timberlake to say. I don't know if Joey Fatone feels the same way. <laughs> Because he had to request off from his shift at Starbucks to go to right. <laughs> to go record the song. Oh, I don't know if he's no. like, oh yeah, the chemistry is just so great. <laughs> I just love the chemistry. We'll be right back. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. A new year brings with it. Y101, Adam and Allison. At this time on Wednesday mornings, we'd like to give you something to watch. Maybe you're looking for something new to binge on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And uh, that is what we're here for, for what you watch on Wednesday. And today's recommendation comes to us from our friend down the hall, Bender. <laughs> yeah, he had stopped us in the hallway like last week and was like, have you guys seen Louder Milk on Netflix? You have to check it out. And I was like, all right, why not do a deep dive on Rotten Tomatoes and see if this show is for me. And I mean, there are a few people that I find funnier than Bender. That's Bender's a good point. hilarious, so I trust his sense of humor. <laughs> I trust his recommendation whenever it comes to a show to binge. Well, let's see after the Rotten Tomatoes deep dive how you feel. The synopsis is Sam Loudermilk, a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor with a bad attitude, manages to rub everyone the wrong way. Although his drinking is under control, he discovers that when you're life is a complete mess getting clean
Halloween is the easy part. Um, Some of the reviews say it's kind of like a grumpy ta- Ted Lasso. Sam Loudermilk is likable despite his extreme grumpiness. <laughs> it's pretty predictable, but I don't mind it. I like it. Oh. I have watched a few episodes of this show. Oh, it have re- you? It reminds me so much of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. And I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. So if you like Curb, I think you will like Loudermilk. Well, Helen has similar thoughts. She says, smart, original comedy. Not a superfluous line in the entire series. Very funny, very serious issues handled sensitively and lots of light relief. Great acting. A good series for people in recovery to watch. Wow. And I can't believe anybody doesn't like it, but Raquel says, wow, it's hard to believe all the positive ratings this is receiving. I feel like this was written by some junior high kids (laughs) who imagine they know what goes into substance abuse recovery meetings. The people in this are generally good. The writing is just ridiculous. Well, I think Raquel might be the only person who didn't like this series because the tomato meter and audience score are virtually the same. Tomato meter, 92%. Audience score, 93%. That's pretty good. That is good. And it's always good whenever the tomato meter and the audience score agree because then I feel like there's no shenanigans happening because sometimes I feel like uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is bought and paid for by the studios. Yes, yes. So I always give... Give more weight to the audience score. Absolutely. And I liked that you compared it to Curb Your Enthusiasm because that does make sense. I feel like that show, a lot of people love that show. Yeah. But there are some people who find it so cringy that it's like, I can't watch this. And I wonder if that's what's happening with this show, Loudermilk. Could be. Could be. Well, check it out on Netflix if you're looking for something to binge. What are there, three seasons? Four seasons? Three seasons. Three seasons. Gotcha. Uh, That's what you're watching Wednesday. If you ever have a recommendation for us to check out, you can just text 601-995-1017. Let us know what you're binging. I know Chris just uh, recommended something to us. So maybe we'll peep that out next week. I got my head out there. Why 101, Adam and Allison at 7.04. We've got Hump Day, Dump Day, Memes of the Week up on the Adam and Allison Instagram page if you want to follow along. A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. I put one meme in just for you, Adam. Thank I know you. you're Which so one was it? excited for dry January to be over. This is the final day. So uh, this one says, I've been drinking alcohol for decades and still haven't figured it out. Does the saying go liquor before beer before red wine? After vodka, then whiskey, plus plus a bottle of rosé you found in the back of the fridge, equal you're in the clear? Uh, No, but I always say uh, beer before liquor. Wait, no. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, don't be a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Just drink it. I love that. That is great. Is that that your favorite meme, too? Well, I mean, it's definitely the one that's in most honor of you, but I don't know if I could pick a favorite from this week's. Um, We have some new followers that I wanted to say hi to. Neil followed along with us. Hollis, Melissa, Angela, all following along. A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N is our Instagram. So give us a follow. We'll follow you right back. You say all the time, Allison, it's the quickest way to grow your follower count. Yeah. What do you have coming up in the good vibe story of the day? There is a JSU player who's not here for just football. We will hear that story in two songs. Hang on. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 7:12. Time for the good vibe story of the day. So there is a Jackson State uh, football player who decided he wanted to come here and 
not only play football, but he wanted to make a difference in the community. And he put out on X that he started a new business venture that's essentially an assisted living facility. And he's hoping to grow it within the community. And I just thought that was so neat that he was here for making a difference and giving back instead of just trying to, you know, become an NFL star or something like that that you would typically see as a football player. That's amazing. Isn't like, that? And it's a business venture for him. So not only like giving back to the community, but also something to do after football, perhaps. Absolutely. That's so cool. That's Absolutely. amazing. And I would really think of like a college football player or anything. If they were going to go into like the business side of things, I wouldn't think assisted living is the realm that they would dive into. Right. So his name is Azias Guthrie and it's Guthrie Haven Homes that he started. The homes provide three meals a day and transportation to doctor's appointments and grocery stores. And he just said he wanted to make sure that he's giving back to the community that gives us so much. And what's really, really interesting about this whole thing is he just transferred through the transfer portal last year. Wow. Yeah. And he's already like, I'm ready to make Jackson my home. I want to make it an amazing community like i don't know that is awesome now we want to hear what your good vibes are all about whatever's happening in your life it could be big or small it could be something like a baby was just born in the family and you're so excited to have a new niece or nephew or something like seemingly insignificant like you woke up this morning and your tires weren't flat you were expecting them to be low tire pressure or whatever but they weren't check engine light wasn't on it doesn't matter anything that's making you smile you could let us know 601-995-1017 adam and allison in the morning on jackson's number one hit music station y101 watkins construction and roofing your hometown roofing pro Adam and Allison on Y101. We want you to join the Good Vibe Tribe right now at 601-995-1017. What's going on in your life that's making you happy and you want to share? Just shout it from the rooftops. You can do that right now. What do you have, Allison? Do you have anything? I am going to share someone else's good vibes because they made me smile. Yesterday, whenever I went to the dry cleaners to pick up one of my winter coats that needed a good cleaning, I, as soon as I walked in, a, the lady sitting behind the counter, a big smile went across her face. She was looking at her phone and she instantly just shows me because I was the first person to walk in and she was like, my niece was just born. I just got these pictures and it was like so cute that she was just so excited. Apparently she was due today. She came a day early. It was just so sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. I and, know. And that's exactly what you mean. What I, I mean whenever I say like you know, share your good vibes with us because you never know who needs that extra smile. The smile on your face that that woman gave you because her niece was born, you had a big giant smile on your face. Yeah, it was just so sweet that it was like she wanted to share it with anyone and I got to be the lucky person that got to see the pictures first. Megan texted us and said, I just got a new job at Pelican Cove. I start in March. March, y'all come see me. Oh my goodness. definitely do that, Megan. That sounds like a Good vibe. Absolutely. Cassie texted in Vanderpump Rules is back. I'm so excited. 
you're going to be watching tonight? Oh, of course. Uh, and Kroger Chris texted us and said, just want to wish you all safe travels as you all start vacations. Be safe and have fun. Talk to you all next week. Aww. So thank you very much. Those are my good vibes, too. I cannot wait. I get to see my pap apps picking me up from the airport tonight. Is he excited for his, what is it, the 60th wedding anniversary? 60th wedding anniversary. They are both very, very excited for that. So I'm excited, too, to see them and my parents and some of my brothers. It's going to be a great time. Is everybody getting all dressed up and fancy, or is it going to be super laid-back casual? Well, they probably should have told me that before I packed my bags, <laughs> if they are. Yeah, what if they're all in, like, tuxes and you show up in, like, shorts? <laughs> We're not really a tux kind of family. So I'm hopeful, hopefully that's not going to happen, but we'll see. I'll report back Thank you. whenever I return from my uh, my little anniversary trip. That's the Good Vibe Tribe on Y101. We do it every single weekday at this time to spread that positivity on Y101. There's a new scam that people are warning you about. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. I'm hopeful that this hasn't made its way to the metro yet, but could only be a matter of time. So I was reading that people are taking advantage of the good-hearted nature of others by going to department stores or whatnot, anywhere they sell children's supplies, Uh baby formula, clothes, whatever. And they're, you know, just camping out in the aisle looking at the baby food or whatever. And then they will go up to somebody and say, oh, my gosh, I'm 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 so embarrassed to have to do this. But could could you please buy me baby formula for my my child? I don't have the money to be able to feed my kid. And then that person will buy the baby formula, give it to the person who asked for help and then the person who asked for help will take the baby formula to customer service and get a refund for it and take the cash whoa can you believe that that is really messed up like i hate this i can't imagine what kind of taylor swift karma is coming for you if you do that because i mean like that person out of the bottom of their heart was trying to do something good like get some baby formula or whatever it is trying to help somebody who they feel like is just down on their luck Mm mm-hmm and then you take advantage of that? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that is like another level of scummy doing that. Yeah, because truthfully, the only person that it hurts is the person who really does need help and really could use something like that because then like, they're going to get turned down because people are going to be like, oh my gosh, is this a scam? Exactly. And then, I mean, it just it stinks. Have you ever been scammed out of anything? I don't think so. Not whenever I was would. like, whenever what? I was like seventeen, me and a buddy were walking into uh, Kmart. So it was a while ago. Uh, we're walking in, and some guy comes up to us and says, "Hey, I just ran ran out of gas. Could you spare me five bucks?" And I didn't have any cash on me, but because I was seventeen and stupider than I am now, I was like, "I do have a debit card. If there's an ATM in there, I'll go get some cash." And I, that's what I did. I went in. He asked me for my address so he could mail me money back. Oh, my goodness. Why would you do that? Because I was 17 years old. You don't do that. You don't give out your information to strangers. Yeah, no kidding. So long story short, I gave him the money and my address. And my buddy was like, that was probably a really bad idea, don't you think? Yeah. So as we're walking around the store, it's like, I would love to figure out a way to get that address back. So I leave the Kmart and I see the guy and he's sitting on a bench and he has a bottle in a brown bag. 
curious enough. Yeah. Uh, and he, he then told me, he explained to me that he saw a buddy right after he took my uh-huh. money. And his buddy was like, you're looking stressed out. You need a drink. So uh-huh. that's where the drink came from. And I said, okay, fair enough. That's your lucky day, apparently. Uh, could I just have my address back? Just go ahead and do me a favor. Pay forward that good deed I did to you. He didn't, he, I mean, he obviously just threw away my address. He had no intention on ever mailing me any money. But then I was freaked out because I I don't know. Does he have my address? Is he planning on robbing me? (laughs) So my buddy, being as brave as he is, hightailed it across the street, left the situation, and called the police. Then I get to my buddy. The police are there. Uh, I give the police officer my story, and the cop just (sighs) says to me, has nobody ever told you not to talk to strangers? And I was like, I, I, I thought I was doing a good deed. This could be a, the next super bad movie. Like, I didn't realize people could, like, there's so many errors. There's a comedy of errors. Oh, there's yeah. a comedy movie in the errors that took place <laughs> through that. Like, yeah, yeah. So that was the last time that I ever gave money to anybody. And I'll never do it again after that moment. Wow. Never again. Wow. Anyway, there's my story. We'll be right back. You could win $200 uh, that you could give away to somebody who doesn't actually <laughs> really need it if you'd like. Cash in a Flash is next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Cash in a Flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. <laughs> Let's talk to Neil. Welcome to the show. What you doing, bud? Man, i to run the mail route. Oh, are you a mailman? I am. And how many dogs on an average day do you get chased by, or does that only happen in movies? No, nah, it, it, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have, like, it's dog... It's a real thing. Dude let one out on me the other day, man. I'm like, man, come on, bro. <laughs> Just bring you a package, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Do you ever have like dog treats to try to like get them nah, to like calm nah. down? No, nah, we don't. We don't do that. No. Oh, I'm trying to feed myself right now with this Bidenomics. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you're the man already. I hope you get two hundred dollars, and then maybe you can, uh, you know, stock up on some milk bones for Fido. Man, I, I, I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not buying them no bones. I promise. <laughs> All right, buddy. We got 10 questions. We'll put 60 seconds on the clock. You just have to get them all right, and we'll give you 200 or 10 bucks for each correct answer. Are you ready? I will do it. If you don't know an answer, say pass in three, two, one. If you wanted a steak with no pink, how would you order it? Well done. An EpiPen would be used to treat what kind of reaction? Allergic reaction. Why 101 artist Robin Fenty is better known by what name? Pass. True or false, a centipede only has 30 legs. False. Heisenberg is the code name for Walter White on what TV drama? Pass. Andre Agassi was famous for playing what sport? Tennis. How many pounds are in one ton? 2,000. What TV game show was hosted by Bob Barker and is currently hosted by Drew Carey? The Price is Right. What is the largest planet in our solar system? Uh, you, Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> what was Ray Barone's wife's name on Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, Betty. I don't know. And why 101 artist Robin Fenty is better known by what name? Um, uh, 
Skilo. <laughs> All right, time, Neil. You're a blast, man. Call every day. Let's go and see how much money we're walking away with. So we only passed on a couple. Rihanna is the artist that is uh, actually Robin Fenty. Crap. <laughs> Breaking Bad is the TV drama where Heisenberg was the code name for Walter White. And then we just got a couple wrong. Um, so it is actually true that a centipede only has 30 legs. Wow. Deborah was Ray Barone's wife on the show Everybody Loves Raymond. And it's actually Jupiter that is the largest planet in our wow. solar system. It's been, it's been a long time since school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's difficult. These questions are tricky. We are still walking away with $50. All right, good deal. Excellent. Thanks. Neil the Mailman, I hope you call all the time. I love you, man. Uh, no doubt, bro. Love y'all too. Thank you. I wish uh, I wish Neil would call back because I bet he's got a story of a weird time he saw somebody naked. Yep. That's what I want to talk about next because somebody was naked somewhere where you would not expect to see a naked person. Okay. Have you ever seen a naked person in a strange spot? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> I have too, sort of. Okay. We'll talk about it next, and I'll tell you where this woman was spotted naked next on Y101. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Where is the strangest place you've seen a naked person? It's Y101, Adam and Allison. <laughs> so there's a national story that I saw a few days ago uh, from St. Petersburg, Florida, about a woman who got naked in a gas station, and it was bad. She ended up getting arrested. She said she was like six shots deep. She had a potato peeler. <laughs> that was it. Whoa, no wow. clothes, just a potato peeler. So I thought I would tell that story and be like, where'd you see a naked person? Call now, 601-995-1017. And just the one mention of naked a couple minutes ago, we got like two or three text messages from people apparently just the other day there was a naked person uh in brandon in front of mcdonald's and chick-fil-a on highway 18 yes we got a video yeah we got a facebook video sent to us of this uh person this woman who was just walking it looked like she was holding her clothes and she was just crossing the street completely naked she dropped her shoes this whole mess of a situation wow that's wild. I, I got to know, like, what, why, why did she decide? Was it some sort of mental protest? Were I, her clothes bothering her? Did she mean to drop her shoes? Like, I got a lot of questions. If you saw that, I would love to hear, like, what went down. Yeah. Like, I, I, because the video is just a short clip. I would like to see the lead up. I would like to see the follow through <laughs> on what happened in front of McDonald's and Brandon on Highway 18. 601-995-1017. Where is the strangest person or place you've seen a naked person? Uh, for me, it was in front of a bank near the mall whenever I was growing up. Um, there was It was a really intense situation that I witnessed. Sounds like Police it. were like showing up on the scene. So, of course, like that catches my attention right away. I see this guy running. I see police officers getting out of their cars, chasing this guy who was running. And they caught him, but they like barely caught him like kind of by his clothes. So he started taking all of his clothes off and then ran off naked. Oh, my. And he got away? No, they eventually caught him. But uh, but yeah, he was he he thought you know without clothes maybe they couldn't catch him. So um, the the only thing that really comes to mind as far as where I've seen nudity that I didn't expect it like ten or ten years ago or so I went to a Nickelback concert and. Really? 
They're really good in concert, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, but there was a woman. I was up in the bleachers and everything. There was a woman on the floor who was just flashing everybody who would you know, care to look, or even people who didn't necessarily care to look. She just really, really wanted to see if Chad Kroger was interested, I guess. I guess. That was back whenever Chad was dating Avril Lavigne. Yeah. I do remember that was the timeline that that was happening in. But <laughs> I was very surprised to see it because it wasn't like an all, it was an all ages show. It wasn't like it was middle of the day in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, but that does happen at concerts a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, you I, know. I just wouldn't have thought that Nickelback would have been the concert where I witnessed my first flashing at a concert. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, 601-995-1017. Give us a call with the strangest place you saw somebody without their clothes on. Um, and I would still love to hear from anybody who was a witness to the situation in Brandon in front of McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. Give us a call now. Settle. 804Y101. What better song than Paint the Town Red to be in the background of the video of the naked woman and Brandon in front of uh, <laughs> McDonald's? I hope they were listening to Y101 well. <laughs> whenever they took the video of that, and I hope that Paint the Town Red was on. Oh, boy. That would be hilarious. I haven't listened to the audio of the video that was sent in to us yet. But there was a naked woman in Florida who was in a convenience store causing a ruckus, and she ended up getting arrested. She had a potato peeler, and it was just a bizarre story. Yeah. She was drunk, but... I don't know. That kind of thing happens in Florida all the time, though. Like, I remember whenever we lived in Panama City Beach, there was that guy who walked across the bridge that connected Panama City Beach and Rosemary Beach Mm. completely naked. That's right. I forgot all about that. That was a big story. Uh, Just recently, one of our our buddies from Panama City posted a picture of a guy on a motorcycle (laughs) at, like, a red light, just completely naked. I mean, Florida's a crazy place. But so is the metro sometimes. As Misty says, she's seen naked people two separate times in Jackson. One was in the parking lot of a dentist. What? What are you doing getting naked at the dentist? I I don't know. Maybe they thought it was a different kind of doctor. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, James, the retired police officer, is here with a naked story. Where'd you see it? We had somebody call in, a neighbor, and uh, he was saying he was watching his neighbor's house. He actually had a broken leg, so he couldn't move. But he said, the husband just left, and it looks like there's somebody outside his fence about to get in. So he's calling on 911 to give the play-by-play detail. He's like, oh, my gosh, he's getting closer to the house. And he goes, uh, never mind. I think his wife just walked out the back door naked and met the guy that was behind the fence. So, oh, we, no. Yeah. We had to go over there, of course, public area. And, you know, I'd say, hey, y'all need to go back inside and do all that. But um, right out the back door naked. Thank you so much for the call. Jesse, we appreciate you. 601-995-1017. Uh, Johnny texted us and said, good morning, Adam and Allison. The strangest place I've seen a person naked was downtown Jackson years ago. A blonde-haired woman was protesting animal cruelty and was naked with nothing on but body paint like a tiger. She advertised the event beforehand, and the guys were there in droves. She was true to her word, and she was promptly arrested. Wow. I mean, that's definitely one way to get the word out about your cause. Yeah. 
you've ever seen a naked person in an unexpected area, uh, (laughs) 601-995-1017. We're looking for Adam and Allison's cutest couple. It's Y101. We've teamed up with Paul Moog Honda to put together a fantastic Valentine's Day prize pack. We want to get one couple a Valentine's Day dinner at Outback Steakhouse. You'll get a couple's massage at the Relaxation Nook and Brandon. And you get to go to Maison Weiss to pick out the Bond perfume that you like. Uh, Text the word cute to 601-995-1017. We just want to see a picture of you and your significant other and a little bit about your love story. And I wanted to share this with you. We just got this submission. It says, met this wonderful man at the same workplace. I didn't even know he worked with me until he came down to the makeup counter and started randomly talking to me. Soon we started making conversation. We made an instant connection. All he did was make me laugh a lot. Weeks went by and he randomly asked me on a date. It was the best date ever because I automatically knew I met my best friend. We've been happy and blessed ever since. That's from soon-to-be Mrs. Martin. Oh. Aww, That's adorable. I love that. <laughs> if you've got a story and a good picture of you and your significant other, just go to Y101.com. Sign up to be Adam and Allison's cutest couple. Voting's going to start on the 5th of February. So yeah. very, very soon. A few more days for you to get your cutest couple submission in. Now what matters to the Metro? Some info to start your day. And if you missed it, there was a drone attack in Turkey over the weekend that unfortunately killed three U.S. service members. And Biden was asked by a reporter yesterday if he'd made a decision on his response to the attack. He answered with a simple yes. And then during the flight on Air Force One, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby told reporters on board, quote, that it is very possible that what you'll see is a tiered approach here, not just a single action, but potentially multiple actions over a period of time. We'll keep an eye on that story. Locally, Brandon police have arrested a juvenile in connection with the shooting that killed two 18-year-olds. Yesterday, officers were called just before 2 a.m. to Mary Miles Drive and Mary Crane Circle after the Brandon Police Department received several reports of gunshots. They said that the investigation gained momentum quickly and they were able to arrest the juvenile who was not identified, but he was arrested. The chief says they have an idea of what led to the shooting, but they're not releasing that as the investigation is ongoing. And are we about to get more in sync music? Possibly. Justin Timberlake was on Kelly Clarkson's show yesterday and he was talking about how good it was to get back in studio with the guys to record the song that they did for the Trolls movie. Mm -hmm. He said the chemistry was instant and they've been back in the studio since. Wow. I mean, I'm just hoping that if they do have another song that comes out, it's a little bit more of the 90s, 2000s in sync that we know and love and a little less of the the new agey thing that they did for the trolls movie it's like i want i want bye 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 part two (laughs) (laughs) if you've not heard the new justin timberlake song it is playing on y101 you just have to listen a little bit longer and you could hear it hang on we'll be right back adam and allison in the morning on y101 can you think of anything you've done at work that's not work related but you did it 
in an effort to get ahead at the workplace. Does that make any sense whatsoever? No, it does make a lot of sense because I've heard like uh, people in this business, you know, they say like you want everyone to like you, like make sure you're making the rounds to everybody's offices and just checking in regularly. Mm -hmm. That's not work. In fact, that's like getting in the way of doing work. It's Adam and Allison on Y101, a TikToker posted, cancel me, call me fake, whatever. I don't care. These are the most unhinged things I've done to get ahead in my career and she listed some of them (laughs) that's such a weird way to put that okay she says she filled her calendar with fake meetings so people would think she was super busy that that's so unlikable uh she wore fake glasses to make herself look smarter very weird uh she made up one interesting fact about herself Okay. I don't know how any of this would help somebody get ahead in the workplace other than maybe, you know, you say that you, I don't know, saw a dinosaur one time and got on the news or something. I don't know. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's dinosaur guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, She remembered the kids and pet names of her colleagues. I could see how that would help somebody get ahead. Yeah, it makes people feel, you know, more valued by you. Um, She says she job hopped. That helped her get ahead in work. And one that sort of, I don't know, it hit me the wrong way. She said that she approached her superiors at work as her peers. Does that make sense? So, like, she acted like she was on the same level as the bosses. I think that that's kind of fine as long as you still treat your peers like they're your peers. But I feel like whenever a lot of people hear that, they immediately then treat their peers as if they're their subordinate. You're right. They they get that self-appointed manager syndrome that we talked about earlier this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would agree with that because I do think you need to treat everyone with like a similar level of respect mm. at work. I think it's crazy whenever you see people like especially managers where it's like they treat people that are on their level and above with respect, but anyone below them, they're like, you're trash. You're yeah. nothing to me. I mean, that's not cool. This is a workplace. We're all adults. Right. Um. So I, I like the idea of going in and saying, hey, I'm going to stick to my boundaries. I'm going to talk to you the same way I would, you know, with with respect of my peers. But yeah, don't get a big head. Uh, Speaking of work, I saw that a list of really popular jobs, you know, the jobs that all kids grown up say they want to be doctors, lawyers, whatever. Yeah. um, Some misconceptions about some of those careers. Oh. And I'm also wondering if anybody else wants to shout out their job and some misconceptions that everybody thinks as soon as you tell them, I do this for a living. They're like, oh, what about this? Spilling the tea. It's next on Y101, Adam and Alan. Tate McRae now. Is there a stereotype about your job that is not true? It's why 101 Adam and Allison, people on Reddit, are spilling the tea Ooh. about their jobs and what everybody assumes, like about a lawyer. Apparently, a lot of lawyers never step foot in a courtroom at all. But whenever I think lawyer, I think, you know, they're standing in front of a judge, they're arguing, they're saying, objection, all the time. But the vast majority of lawyers spend hardly any time in the courtroom. Yeah, it's mostly a lot of paperwork. Um, <laughs> somebody said mail carrier. We don't decide whether or not you're, we're going to deliver your check that day. We just deliver whatever the machines and clerks give it to us. So that makes sense. Can you think of a misconception about 
our job being on the radio, Allison. Absolutely. I think everyone always assumes we have free tickets to everything that yeah. could possibly be in the vicinity of mm-hmm. Jackson. And um, we don't. Right. We rarely get them. <laughs> right. I know some people assume that like we're celebrities. Um, or like paid like celebrities and I'm not complaining. I, no. I, I'm very happy with my job and my pay and everything, but it's not like I'm not getting rich. Nobody's in radio to get rich. I'm doing it because I love doing this show. I love being here every day. Absolutely. Um, 601-995-1017 is our phone number. If there's a stereotype about your job that isn't true, I'm wondering if teachers have any anything. I'm sure. I'm like, sure there's some secrets with the teachers. Uh, somebody said office people just chat and drink coffee all day, whereas some office jobs, that might be true. It's definitely not true for mine, she says. So <laughs> that's interesting, too. 601-995-1017 is our phone number. If you have a stereotype about your job that is untrue, give us a call. Adam and Allison on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. Our phone number is 601-995-1017. What's up? Uh, I was just calling to let y'all know uh, a misconception about vet techs. Oh, you're a vet tech? A lot of people think that because we have training in the veterinary world that if you message us that we'll be able to just magically give you a home fix. And that's often not the case. A lot of testing usually needs to be done, whether it needs blood tests or uh, to see what kind of antibiotics they need. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, I've heard from people who are either in the medical field or um, like just dental or anything like that. They'll get messages from people asking them to like diagnose them. And it's like legally they're not allowed to offer advice. I've heard that before. I've heard another myth about uh, vet techs as well, so I was kind of surprised that this wasn't the one that she she talked about. Apparently, like a lot of people think, oh, it's got to be so happy all the time, and you're you know you get to play with dogs all day, and it's like no, a lot of times you're seeing you're seeing pets mm. in a lot of bad situations, and you're seeing the owners, and you have to deal with that. I I got to be really close with a vet tech in Florida, and she ended up quitting because she was like it was just the emotional toll of meeting these animals when they were in, you know, a tough part of oh. their lives was too hard on her. Oh, that's that's I awful. Know. Mm, bummer. You would think that it would just be all I know, it's puppies like puppies and rainbows. Right, you get to play with puppies all day. Why 101 Adam and Allison Jack Harlow. Would you consider yourself an adventurous eater? It's why 101, Adam and Allison, you? No. You are not an adventurous eater. No, I think my allergies has made me more adventurous, but I'm still probably an incredibly picky eater. See, that's interesting that you would say your allergies have made you more adventurous. Yeah. I would think that the allergies, food allergies, would make people less adventurous of eaters. Well, if you're craving something like, you know, I, I can't have chicken and maybe I'm craving some kind of chicken. You got to get creative, and sometimes you got to try things like jackfruit. (laughs) I I never knew I would try that, but I have. (laughs) 
What is it a, a viable chicken substitute jackfruit? I've had a a pulled pork jackfruit like in the style of pulled pork that was pretty good. Um what about pufferfish? Are you allergic to pufferfish? I have no idea. I've never tried to eat it. Did you know that pufferfish is actually very toxic and venomous to humans and if you don't prepare it the correct way, you're going to die. I had heard that and I don't know why anyone would want to eat it. Uh some dude in Brazil was gifted a pufferfish from a buddy. No. And I, they decided to prepare the pufferfish themselves. See, I wouldn't even go to a restaurant and have pufferfish because I don't want to leave my life in the hands of some chef. I'm sure he's great or whatever, but, I mean, what if he screws something up? I wouldn't leave my life in the hands of a pufferfish. Well, that's exactly what this guy did. He decided that he was going to try to cook it himself. And I, ha- I, I think... He must have just gotten some piece of information wrong. I think maybe he heard that the liver of the pufferfish was the only thing that was safe to eat. But that is actually where the venom comes from, the liver. So they, you know, I don't know, butchered up the pufferfish and boiled the liver and they ate the liver of the pufferfish. One of the guys died. The other uh, had to go to the hospital and got very, very sick and he still has some issues with his legs because of the tetrotoxin that is in the liver of pufferfish. That's awful. Yeah, I mean, note to anyone, if you ever see pufferfish, like, just be very wary that it could be dangerous. Yeah, I would have a really hard time if somebody gifting me a puffer fish. Yeah, like, like I'm not going to eat that. I think I'm a pretty decent cook, but not good enough to do anything that could be lethal. Like, right. I don't trust myself that much right. in the kitchen. We'll be right back. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Why 101, Adam and Allison, you've got a couple more days to enter our cutest couple contest powered by Paul Moak Honda. To enter to win, you could text CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. We'll send you the link. You just upload a picture, tell us a little bit about your love story, and you want to do that before February 4th. That's the last day to get your submission in before voting starts on February 5th. Y101.com for all that info about Adam and Allison's cutest couple. Oh.